Designcast Podcast, the podcast for design and STEAM educators. Hello and welcome to Designcast, a podcast where I interview a wide range of excellent guests in design and STEAM education to get their unique perspectives. My name is Jason Reagan and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a design educator to dig deep into complex issues. This podcast has one simple mission, to create a community of people around the world that are interested in design and STEAM education. Each episode, I chat with guests from all corners of the design world, from classroom teachers to authors and even to educational consultants. We discuss a wide range of topics that we feel are relevant today. I do want to ask you that if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review, rate, subscribe, share, or download from your favorite podcasting app. This helps the podcast get discovered by listeners that might not find it otherwise. Also, it helps me to continually define the direction of future guests and episodes. Feel free to drop by my website, www.jasonreagan.ga, to leave me a comment or to sign up to be considered as a future guest on future episodes. Also, don't forget to stop by Anchor and leave me a voice clip that could even end up in an upcoming show. Thanks for listening. So let's get to it. guys welcome back to another episode of design cast and i am so excited to share with you the discussion i had with jonathan and damien at stem punks and stem punks believe that stem education should be available to everyone and provide an experience that caters for individual needs and different skill levels it was such a great conversation it piggybacks the discussion i had myself last week all about how we can use gamification and esports to get the best out of our students. And so I can't wait for you to enjoy this conversation I have with these two awesome guys. They have a real passion for what they're doing, and I know that you're going to really enjoy what they have to say. All of the information on how to get in touch with them is going to be included in the show notes, and I really would love to hear your thoughts about this discussion. So please continue the discussion online through all the social media outlets that you know where DesignCast is. Also, if you are enjoying DesignCast, please make sure that you rate and review it, especially over at Apple Podcasts, but anywhere you are listening to the podcast. So without further ado... Enjoy this chat that I have with the guys from Stempunks. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. 
Welcome back to another episode of DesignCast. And guys, I'm so excited to have the fellas from Stempunk here. Guys, how you doing? Just cruising, cruising in Brisbane. It's rained a little bit today, but other than that, it's it's pretty nice down down under right now. So yeah, we're just we're just in that afternoon, you know, late afternoon time time of the day. You know, starting to wind down a little bit. So it's great to chat with you. Yeah, I am so excited that we were able to make this happen. And so I've got Damien and Jonathan here. So guys, do you mind introducing yourselves and talking a little bit about what it is you do? Um, yeah, we're with STEM Punks, and we've been traveling around Australia and the world, and started a little bit more global now about helping students with. STEM education program. So we make it industry aligned. We have lots of fun. We bring in new STEM tools and we also mentor schools that don't really have schools and teachers that don't have a lot of knowledge. We bring them from pretty much rookies and we get them into being pretty much pros within a couple of years. So we have a lot of fun doing that and we have a lot of fun along the way. And we've just, just started our brand new program, which is called Innovation Sports, but I'll swing it over to Jonathan and he can he can talk a little bit about what his role is. Yes, sweet, thanks. Yeah, so Jonathan, yeah, I've been in education for 22 years and originally teaching was my sort of get a real job. Got sick of being a poor art student. And then somehow uh, sort of this journey that you go on as a teacher, I'm sure many people listening have, have also, you know, gone here, there and everywhere in their careers. Ended up like working with with STEM, you know, science, technology and engineering and maths, etc. And um, absolutely loving it for, I guess it's for me, it's like, it's different departments working together with STEM. You've got at least four departments in the school, technically what working together, collaborating, and that's not always easy in schools to make that happen. And I also love the project-based learning sort of side, the problem-solving side of, of STEM. And that really lets us bring, you know, we do a lot of arts and design stuff. You can really bring in that human element. So it's a great love you know, for Damien and myself, you know, we've been a lot of years in schools. We know a lot of the frustrations. So being able to bring some solutions, you know, to, to students and teachers really up just yeah, really makes our day. That's great, man. And I appreciate you guys being here again with me. And so let's just jump right into it. You know, you're talking about STEM and, and how you're supporting that. So can you tell us a little bit about what the work STEM Punks does? So typically the STEM punks work uh, on a typical day. What we do is we, you know, a school might give us a shout. They're just going to look, we want to do a program to inspire some students into the workforce. And so what we'd go, we go, okay, well, what kind of things are you into? Are you into space, are you into drones, are you into sustainability? And we'd work out a program that's going to align with the curriculum and with that cohort and then obviously industry. So for us, it's a lot of fun because we can actually dig deep into what students are actually wanting to do. And we also get to help out teachers because when we go out and do a day's work with a teacher, we can usually leave behind a bit of a legacy and some, some programs that they can do when we leave. But the students can get a bit of an insight about what work could be in the future as well. Hmm. So we're, we're in a pretty fun position. Jonathan and I get to yeah. travel around quite a lot. It's nice. Qantas is a pretty good airline, so it's a shout-out, little shout-out. Yeah. Feel free to give me any it's Qantas. So, yeah, we're in a pretty fun position where we yeah. get to travel around Australia yeah. and the world's opening up pretty quickly. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I was going to say, Daniel, that, that link you were talking about to the like the career-ready and you yeah. know, that link to the real world is something that, like, it gets hard to do in school. You've got so much on your plate curriculum-wise and delivery-wise. So being able to bring that outside real-world perspective, linking it to jobs, et cetera, works really well. And, and 
if I can say probably the other thing that's really that's really embedded in what we do is the design thinking process and not just as a concept but how you actually do that like with kids and in in classrooms that we find makes a massive difference (laughs) to um, what we're able to achieve with kids Mm. and so when you guys travel around to places what kinds of things do you do when you get to these locations in these schools so it, it just it would always depend on what does that school need and you know for example it's we went up to a school not long ago jonathan and i we did a a road trip in the Tesla, which was pretty good fun because yeah. in Australia there isn't that yeah. many charging ports, so <laughs> you kind of have to really map out your route. It was what we call regional or, or country Queensland. It's unreal. Like that spot, it's up in Bagara and near Bundabergs. If anyone knows that, or look look it up. But that school wanted a sustainability program, and so what we would do is we go through the, the sustainability challenges and we'd say what kind of what kind of challenges are you interested in. So then we'd go through design thinking protocol. We we use our model on the design thinking process, and then we give the students a couple of STEM tools, and we'd say, right, here's the problem. How would you solve it? And what is that world going to look like after you've solved it? So we give them lots of fun challenges along the way. We bring lots of rotations at the start of the day, but I think the main part for us is we want to go there to be to inspire students, and not only once we inspire students, we want to inspire the teachers there on a different way on how you can actually teach some of these courses because we all know like you get put into a system and you learn the system and then a lot of time you just got to tick the boxes to get keep yourself alive and over the last couple of years I can't blame anyone for doing that but I think every teacher in the last couple of years has learned a lot of lessons and we should try and band together a little bit and make life mm. a little bit easier, a little bit more enjoyable. And so if it's going to be more enjoyable for us, it's going to be more enjoyable for the students. Mm. Yeah. So. And, and I think even, even with that example, doing this, the, the UN sustainability goals with those students, probably another thing we, we love to do, Jason, is ask the students, you know, like give them that, that space, et cetera. So, you know, design thinking is a bit about that. You're asking them to design and make something, you know. So for, for a start, if you're using that process, you're putting the onus on the students and you're giving them that space for their ideas. But we, I mean, we even learn a lot as well. Apparently they're doing, uh, this is it's like a coastal coastal area in Queensland and uh, the kids were telling us about all these projects like coral farming, like a farm for coral, growing coral, which we, you know, we'd never heard of. But, you know, as far as sustainability, it's just this amazing, you know, amazing idea. And then they're able to develop that. We were using Minecraft as a build tool for, with that school for their idea. And then they're able to actually make it, you know, within that day and show it to us and show it to, the, you know, their principal, et cetera, show off their ideas. And that's, yeah, that's, we've got to be honest, that's partly what's so exciting is is seeing what they come up with, yeah. Yeah, it's a different day. Every day is, I mean, it's a certain mentality that likes that. You know, we know it's not cut out for everyone going to a different venue or a different kind of work every day, but if you like it, it's, you know, it's pretty good fun. Awesome. It sounds like you guys are doing some really great work. It's, it's super exciting to hear. And so Mm. I want to kind of focus now on, you mentioned Minecraft. Can you guys tell me a bit more about, you know, how you're using Minecraft and then how that's leading into your more current initiatives? A little while ago, we, we noticed the trend of esports, right? Like a hand up to it. We looked at it and we're like, we understood that teachers liked it. And we under like, I'm not a gamer personally. Jonathan is a little bit. I've, Mm -hmm. I've been involved in rugby coaching, AFL coaching, all kinds of footy all my life. So I've always been in sports. So I looked at the esports and I was going, look, there's something here, but I don't know what it is. 
and I don't know how to get that past admin into schools because, you know, we, we did go down, we did have a look at it and we did play, I think it was Just Dance and Mario Kart. We had a crack at that and, and then we just go, look, for us as a STEM education company, we didn't know how there was too much collaborative thinking and research going on and we, we didn't really know how that was, you know, aligning to our philosophies and our values. So then we, we did our own design thinking process. We said, <laughs> yeah. how do we actually get this past admin? How do we get this past parents going, why are my kids playing Minecraft? And then we just said, right, let's, let's think about it. And that's how we ended up morphing this into a design thinking challenge that uses Minecraft as a tool. And next year we'll be using other tools inside the innovation sports, but this year is Minecraft is the tool. And then the students use the design thinking model. We teach them how to create a club. Inside a club, there is the team managers, there is the graphic designers, there's the coaches, there's the leaders. And we actually go through that whole process on how to create a sustainable club within the, within the school. And that's turning out to be an absolute... Yeah awesome little ticket that yeah. we, we never we never thought it was, we never thought it was going to be as well we're talking about it today jonathan and I were mm-hmm. doing, we never thought it was going to be as popular as it as it is already and yeah. we're very, we're into april what are we in may anyway may. so this early of the year we, we never thought that we'd have so many yeah. schools from around the world that want to be a part of it which is great for us because you know we do have the platform on how to make that community not only with the students but with the teachers so we start to like we start to use technology for the better rather than the technology mm. using us. Yeah, and there's just been so many great stories come out of you know our clubs and schools already. Like even today, I was talking to an IT admin at a school actually because you know obviously you rely on them for some of the technical setup and allowing things etc. And even he was saying you know how great it is in terms of you know like a lot of schools Minecraft is very popular, so you will sometimes let's be honest if, you know, if kids have access to Minecraft they will get on there and spend a lot of time playing. Now, some of that can be can be constructive, but not all kids are self-managing in that sense. But for, for this guy who's an IT admin to, you know, off his own bat, come out and say, it's great because this gives them that structure. They're doing Minecraft that they enjoy, but it's giving them the constructive structure, you know, around what they're doing, you know, and he was excited about it and doing everything he can to help, yeah, get it happening at his school. And I thought, well, that, like that really says something to me. If even the IT admin is kind of seeing it from that perspective, that's just one little story here. From another, on top of that, Jonathan is the inclusion aspect. Now we've we've at Stempunks we've always shot for equity and equality within education. You know that's what we aim for. We give it we give it a red hot crack. We've got we've got ambassadors of Stempunks ambassadors around the world, definitely in Ghana and Vietnam. For us, we just wanted to make sure that students, maybe the students that didn't want to play rugby or maybe didn't want to play netball or go sprinting, had another option to compete and represent their school and their region and their council or their state. Because we just go, why not? Like, I remember, I'm putting myself in it here. It's like, I remember, this is not long ago. This is in Greenleaf area, Brizzy. And you just go, look, students, students in year six, like the whole cohort, if they didn't want to go to a sport that day, they had to go along anyway. And they, they just had to write, tick names off on the buses. So if they didn't want to play a sport, they had to go because the whole class went. And I went, there's no way we can get away with like the world's just changed. The world's opened up. There's more options. 
And that's what we wanted. We just said, why don't we give the students that don't want to go off an opportunity to do something that's still fun, they're still learning, but they're still competing. So you still get this competitive element, but in a school setting. So schools have just gone, look, this is really rad. And now we're finding that the that it's it's getting so popular that some of the other teams aren't getting numbers. So we always say, look, number one, that's amazing. But number two, why don't you just give this this crew to the, some of the students that possibly won't wear a leader's badge at school or possibly won't wear the first 15 rugby jersey. And then you just go, look, give the, give these kiddos a shot at having that that really awesome moment of, you know, because ch- our championship, it's not a trophy. You win a, you win an LED belt that we laser cut. It's got, it's got wear and when it's got our sponsors on it and it just scrolls across winners. Yeah. So, so it has a battery and it's got a, you know, a little uh, microcontroller and everything in the, in the belt. And you tell them, Damien, it's like a wrestling, wrestling championship belt. That's how it came. It's, it's better than a WWE one. It's nice. absolutely ridiculously awesome. And like, and having having a school that uh, there was a, there was one school that one of the, one of the comps out way out west in Queensland out in the outback. This is the outback, and to take that back and they walked it all around, and you know there was all the year twelves there, and there was these year five, year six kiddos that won it. They were like they were the heroes of the school. You know what I mean? I was just like that is such a rad feeling for us. We're just like enjoy it. Like this is this is a making memories kind of moment, and that's what we're really into. It's just like how do we. How do we inspire some students? And then, because if you think about the STEM that goes into building that belt, you know, there's coding, laser, there's there's design thinking. Again, there was a lot of iterations to that. We screwed a lot of them up. It was great. It was great. That's awesome. I love it. That's so much fun. And I can only, I'm, I'm picturing it in my head right now. So I know that that's got to be super cool. And so it sounds like you guys are having in-person competitions. Do you also have like online options for that as well? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the, obviously the face-to-face one's really fun and get everyone together. But the last couple of years, it's been obvious you've got to have those online options. You know, we don't always know what's going to happen in terms of public health orders and et cetera, et cetera. I know it's still an ongoing concern so that's one reason that we, we, we've got the online ones happening but also it's just so that you know more more kids can can compete and get get the opportunity really so we've got a, a large library competition happening across um, our state here in Queensland at the moment but we're actually like in the process of opening it up for basically set up other cups and leagues right now for, for online and it looks super cool because yeah Jonathan nailed it just before like We've gone through so much of being locked down, locked in and locked out. So we had to figure out a way where the students weren't getting impacted because that's still a massive part here. Like teachers, I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but teachers are getting crook left, right and centre. And so not always can you have teachers going off events or not, not a lot of the time they don't want external people coming into the school. So then we said, well, well, how do we get into your school? We're not being there. And that's why these online competitions, they're just working really well because, again, it's making this community of not only students that can see what other builds have happened, but, again, it's, it's, it's getting these teachers on board. And we're just going, like, how do we all help each other rather than all – like, let's, we don't all have to create the same thing for the same outcome. Why don't we all just share a lot and have a lot of fun along the way? So 
I think that's been our philosophy. And Jason, there's probably two parts to that. One is, you know, you've got to have the online serves, et cetera. So we actually have a sponsorship with um, Apex Hosting. They're sort of one of the best best known Minecraft hosting services. And so currently we've got, I mean, we've got up to 50 build plots in one of our, our um, online worlds where people, you know, just seeing that many clubs and teams come in and, and building in that kind of shared space as you start to see all those build plots get filled in, that's just, that's just incredible. So there's that set up that makes it possible. And then, of course, we've got a really comprehensive online class which is especially for the coaches so when you get a, a school and you know you have a coach who's going to drive the setup of that club so it's got all you know the information etc in there as well so that's just about that enabling um giving people the option like i can dip in and out and figure out the setup stuff when i you know when when they have time as well as you know what the, the students need it's all in there so they're you know they can be as self-sufficient in participating as possible yeah it's kind of good. So let's say I'm a teacher and I am listening to this podcast and I want to get involved. What's how, like? What's the process for that? How do I get involved? How do I find out more about it? That kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So the quickest way would be hit up on our website, stempunks.com, or just a hello at stempunks.com.au. And those ones will probably get filtered down and you'll most likely talk to Jonathan or I. We're currently designing our new program, aren't we, Jonathan? Do you want me to plug that or do you want me to leave that one to you? It's worth mentioning. So we know, Jason, like, you know, a lot of your listeners, you know, are in IB schools, international schools, etc. And, you know, I've had a lot to do with Apple Distinguished Educators who, who've moved on and worked, you know, worked in that world and those schools and got to visit a couple in Taiwan myself a few years ago. And they're just, you know, they're, they're really special, special schools within those those countries and, and communities, etc. So the idea of having a like an international competition, innovation sports, you know, we know that these are the kind of schools that actually value design thinking and those, you know, those extra opportunities for students. So it made perfect sense as we get the online stuff happening to start chatting to IB schools. So we're in that process right now. We've been privileged to chat to Lenny Dutton, who's one of the IB curriculum managers. She's given us some, you know, some great ideas. And I've actually had a ton of fun today mapping our design thinking based kind of game process that we use for innovation sports. I've had fun today mapping that with um, some of her MIP design roadmap and seeing like what are the links as well with the learner profiles and and probably, you know, all of your listeners, you know, who used to design thing, et cetera. If you're doing IB and design thinking, you know all those links are there. But I had a, yeah, I had a ton of a ton of fun. It's a bit nerdy, but it's my kind of fun actually. Oh yeah. So you know like the communications and et cetera, it all matches up so well to the to what? So every time a kid does a game of innovation sports, they're actually running through most of the learner profile and, you know, all, all those things. Throwing that over to you, Jason, then. So once we've mapped that up and we've done a pretty comprehensive teacher professional development on our learning management system, now that it's aligned to the MYP framework, the IB framework, so wouldn't that just like knock a lot of time and effort off a teacher wanting to learn how to do it? Am I right? I would certainly hope so. Yeah, it sounds like that would be a really great way for teachers to number only, you know, jump on this, but also to get support from their, you know, their leaders and the, and the people at their building. Like, I mean, I think that's a great selling point to be able to say that, you know, look, this has already been mapped for us and, and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I think that if I'm a leader and I hear someone come in with that kind of argument, I'm definitely going to support that over someone who doesn't come in with the same argument. We've always said that, like, why, why, 
the job doesn't have to be harder than than what it is, you know. So if we can if we can knock out, like I've always said to any teachers that out there that's listening, just going, look, if if that teacher PD saves you two hours a week, then go and sit down and grab a pina colada, think of me, and then I'll high five you someday that we meet up because that's the whole gig is how do we how do we help and how do we empower all the other teachers around there to make a really cool community. And in that community, all the students can actually compete in a really fun, supportive way. I just think it's an absolute win. So I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped to see how it's going to roll out. And it's awesome knowing, you know, as I said, Jason, obviously, Lenny, you've got a couple of the other crew, Alana. So we know a few people in the international and the IB network. It's just for us, it's it's kind of new. Well, for Jonathan, it's not new. But for me, it's new. And, you know, I've been in, I've been in, I've been in a primary school, you know, like, and then for ages, then come out and then just been doing STEM programs. So for me, it's it's really interesting, you know, meeting meeting new teachers and seeing how they're all going and and what's coming up and how do we align it. And there's so many synergies. It's just you're like you're looking at that wasn't hard to do, was it, Jonathan? Today, like looking at it, going that links here, that links here, that links here, and we're just like, this is great. I've worked in an IB school here in um, Brisbane, St. Peter's, uh, Lutheran, sort of PYP and MYP. And from that, I kind of already had that sense of how strong IB is with, you know, project-based learning and problem-based learning, et cetera. So I didn't, you know, <laughs> we kind of knew that the, the links were links were all going to be there. But now, you know, we're just really keen to find out, you know, what the success we've had with innovation sports how can that help our IB school as well? It's going to be really cool to find that out. Well, I know that folks listening will be super keen to to check that out and and to find out more about that. So I assume that, you know, getting in touch with one of you guys is the best way to start that conversation and that dialogue on, on how that can happen. And I do know that as schools going back on campus and being in person, you know, people looking for ways to get kids engaged again and things just beyond school, you know, because for Two years, a lot of places have been focused on just getting through the day, right? And so I think there's so many benefits from having opportunities to compete in a friendly um, environment but also where you're trying to make each other better and, and all these different things I think is great. And I know that, you know, kids are super into, you know, innovation and, and this whole idea of innovative sports. So I know that you guys have got a winner there, you know, so I'm really excited to see what you have. And, and this is exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm really stoked. No, you're coming along for the ride, Jason. Heck Don't yeah. Worry about that. <laughs> Heck like, yeah, yeah, man, I'm ready. Sign <laughs> me up, buddy. Sign me up. Yeah. I think the, yeah, the best, best way to probably get in touch, as I said, would be, um, hit this up at hello at stempunks.com.au or hit just me or Jonathan up on LinkedIn or Twitter is stempunksau. Is that correct, Jonathan? Yeah, the king on Twitter. underscore au on yeah. Twitter. Or, mm-hmm. st- or in the old face, you know, you teachers know the drill. You'll they be able do. to find us. They do, yeah. yeah. And I'll have all that in the show notes, so don't worry. There'll be plenty awesome. of places for folks to yeah. to reach out and get in touch oh, with Lynch. you. And yeah, this is super cool, man. Like I literally could sit here and talk to you guys all day. I know that <laughs> yeah. it's get approaching dinner time and stuff for you guys, and you've got stuff going on. But this is really great, and I do, I do not think this will be the last time we we hear from yeah. you yeah, on this so. podcast. <laughs> so I yeah, am looking forward to, to it. Yeah, I mean, to, to chat about it too. From, and you know, I'd from love to inside. hear that. I'd love to hear some teachers and maybe even some students, you know, talk about their experiences and, and yeah. that kind of thing. But Ooh, you like that, huh? Yeah. See yeah, what I did yeah. there? But yeah. no, this is yeah. great. I really appreciate it, guys. And I appreciate you making time to chat with me today. Of course. No worries. Yeah. Thanks. And I hope everyone's well out there. Stay well and stay mm. happy. And yeah, hopefully we'll be able to chat someday. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. 
I hope you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. I'm Jason, your host, and I produced and created this podcast. If you have any input, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon.